one billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. My name is Zan, and I'm your GM. Thanks for joining us today. As always, we hope you're staying safe and healthy. Now that they have a new companion, our sonic explorers continue on their quest. It seems that once again, the only way to go is up. Connections are drawn, voices cause damage, and membranes are poked. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallrin, and Jory speak the words that will guide their path. Uh, hey, Mal? Yeah. Um, found it. <sighs> Thank you. I'll hand him the box. Um, and he just up and takes and just kind of like holds it in his lap. You two were close, huh? We grew up together. Uh, that, that sucks. I'm so sorry. It happens. Too often. We were in a dangerous line of work. It we knew that there was always a possibility that one or both of us would. Yeah. I know from experience that both is easier than one. Yeah. Oh well. Are you uh, are you feeling tired at all? I'm not sleepy. Okay. I'm kind of exhausted, but I'm not sleepy. Let me know when you are. Okay. <laughs> it's nothing. It's 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 nothing bad, and it's not. It's I'm not okay, crude. thank you, because that sounded really ominous. <laughs> Which is usually my thing. I'm impressed. That's true. I have something that might ease your pain. That sounded a lot more druggy than I meant it, but <laughs> it does sound like you're going to possibly put him out of his misery. No, no that it's not that. You will. Are you offering him tea? <laughs> Actually, I probably should, but no, it's not that. I have something. Uh, well, okay, not better, but I'm no. That that's I'll I'll let you know if I need to take a nap. Okay, Fiji. So the ciphers. I'm I'm going to. At this point, you guys have had enough familiarity with with different ciphers. You can kind of figure out what things do pretty easily. One of them is a a temporal sheath, which allows the user to be enveloped by invisible energy for six hours. That gives you plus one armor during that time against any type of energy attack any and including those that would normally ignore armor regularly wow there's also a set of tendril gloves this is uh, a set of lightweight gloves that kind of glow with light tracery around them 
When activated, the user can produce a 10-foot tendril of solid light from each of its palms that are prehensile and as dexterous and strong as the wearer. You can lift objects, move them, they can be used as medium weapons, and they remain active for 10 minutes. Nice. That's cool. The artifact takes you a little bit longer to figure out. It's It's, it's a small, square-looking device with a strap on it. Not very long. Too big to be a bracelet. Too small to be a belt. But maybe just about, this, about the right size to be a choker. Now, as an artifact, this is something that is not one use and done. So there is the possibility of trying this out and seeing what happens with it without the risk of using it up. Unless it stabs you. Yeah, dead. <laughs> yeah. Jory's danger sense is not going off with this. Okay. Oh, good. Jory's <laughs> passive alarm system. Yeah. Okay. My fashion sense is going off. <laughs> doesn't go with that's, any that's of our outfits. Sense entirely. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be the laughing stock of Lagan. What are you doing? What will the townsfolk think? Yeah. A choker? What is it? Six billion? <laughs> I don't know. One of us has got to make a, a statement. You do also on this person find uh, a spear. Should anyone want a spear? They are wearing brigadine armor, have a forearm blade and a whip, but all three of those are integrated into the, their body. Is a spear a heavy weapon or a medium weapon? It is a medium weapon. Okay. Small Rain might actually be interested in that, just to have something with a little more reach and damage, and also because vaulting stick. I can confirm vaulting stick is a great idea. Unless Nehemiah wants it. Nah, I'm good with, uh, with this guy here. And Jory has her staff, so that way all of you have a polearm of some sort. So medium weapon is... How much damage? Is that four? Four. Cool. Yep. Yay. Light two, medium four, heavy six. Awesome. Cool. Do you guys want to try and figure out what the artifact is? Shula! Actually, can we, we could just, could we ask Molly if he knows what it is? Before we start sure. putting it on and ruining the line of our outfits? Absolutely. Um. <laughs> it's the important thing here. You bring it out to Molly and he holds it and takes a look and it goes oh they I don't I'm not I don't remember where they picked this up I think it amplifies your voice but you have to be good with words <laughs> Nehemiah this sounds like something for you uh does this count against cipher limit no nice it's an artifact I will go ahead I, I will put it on <laughs> absolutely I will do the thing strapping Cool. <laughs> Get it. What do you say? All right. Is this... What does this Testing. do? One, two, one, two. <laughs> As you say this, you kind of like try and find a, a way. There's like maybe a, a button or a switch of some sort that like activates this. And as you say, what does this thing do? You say those words and nothing comes out of your mouth immediately. But then 
on the other side of this room, maybe 20 feet away, a thunderous boom erupts, and you guys hear echoing throughout this entire area. What does this say? Echoing, cracking through this room, and it actually dents the metal of the wall. Oh! I could kill so much this, fungus. This is a thunder vocalizer. This device okay. turns the user's words into powerful weapons. When activated, the user speaks, and the device throws the sound to a spot within short range. A thunderous boom erupts from that spot and inflicts four points of ambient damage to everything within immediate distance. Oh my gosh, it's a bard weapon. <sighs> Baby, you should take it off. You can keep it on and deactivate it if you want. Oh. There is oh. a little a little button or a switch or something on it that allows you to activate it when you want to use it, if you want to keep it on. Yep. For fashion. I flip that off. I do like it. It looks good on you. <laughs> That's the important part. Molly says, if if I remember, we, we talked a little bit about this garden I did. They were pretty sure that the more eloquent the words the more direct you could make that beam that sound bard weapon i can put that in your sheet if you'd like me yeah. to please do i've got the spot on there okay. for it i just need I'll put the, the description the words. i like yeah. it i like it a lot actually can you roll me a d6 real fast just so because this technically does have a level Ooh, Five. It yeah. is a level seven. Ooh. Oh, yeah. What are we going to do now? Check the next door. What were the other ciphers? We we still need to decide if we're... Mm -hmm. oh, that's oh, yeah. There's the temporal sheath and the tendril gloves. The temporal sheath gives you armor for a couple hours, uh, and the tendril gloves for ten minutes give you essentially light tentacles. I'm trying to decide, because I... I don't know where you guys are at with your cipher limits. I do have room to pick up one thing. I, I do not have room. I do not have room. Okay. I'm trying to decide if armor or light tendrils sounds more useful. How long does the armor last again? Six hours. Six hours. That might not be a bad idea, actually. The tendrils are cool, but only ten minutes. Yeah, I I think I might grab the armor just to hang on to because that sounds like something that we could easily like slap on to any one of any one party member if we really need <laughs> some extra boost. Sure. But I'm gonna tuck okay. the tendril gloves into like the corner by the door, just you know, so they're safe in case we are still stuck in this place and we have need of them. Does anyone want to try to do anything with the? cables mm. no <laughs> how long does that last again an hour an hour okay i think i'm good and it's a d6 depletion of the pool while it lasts yep but it's a, an increased edge correct i think i'm okay okay I am going to take this opportunity though to do a, an action recovery roll because my pool's getting a little low if that's okay. okay that's fine chilling in a room that's not trying to kill us actually that's i might easy. do that as well all right so that back up to a respectable place with my intellect pool which i use pretty much <laughs> constantly i'm still nowhere near full but it's fine <laughs> 
Does anyone want the oddity, the ring that hums when you move your fingers over? I would like to uh, see how that interacts with our non-Newtonian fluid. (laughs) Sure. Mm. I don't need to keep it. I just want to see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. So, Jory, if you want the humming ring, it feels like a you thing, but... I'm I'm all just curious to see what it does. So Nehemiah has the the oobleck, <laughs> and kind of holding that out the the jar. Do you open it or do you do it while it's while the jar's closed? I think we'll try both. First, we'll just kind of like put the ring next to the jar and kind of run run my finger over it and see if it affects how it moves in the in the jar. It doesn't seem to. Okay. And then I'm going to open the jar, like hold the ring kind of over top of it and see if the vibrations interact at all. They do. Have you ever seen the videos where people put the cornstarch and water mixtures in speakers? Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking might be the effect. Or have you ever seen the videos where the you hook a sound source up to a metal plate that has sand on it that's what you see you rub your finger around the ring and it hums it's not very loud but loud enough that you start to see the goo the fluid shake and then form a pattern so the fluid is affected by sound waves Interesting. Could I try something? I will take a little bit of water from a canteen that I'm guessing we probably have and just pour like a quarter size on the ground and mm-hmm. like do the similar thing just to see if it's any liquid or specifically this one. It is just that liquid. Neat. Okay. Who wants to see patterns and more things? <laughs> <laughs> Um, do we know what, does it look like a symbol or a character or, or, you know? No, it's a fractal image, essentially. Like something that's, that's kind of like repeated in, in, in a pattern around. You can guess probably tied to the specific frequency of the hum. (laughs) So cool. (laughs) Molly kind of peeks his head in and is watching and is like, guys know so much more about this stuff. You said you'd know another structure like this one? It's where we're going to be heading eventually. It's not this large or quite in the same vein. It's not floating, but it does contain a fluid similar to this one and seems to have a strange effect on sound. And there's also a... It goes down deep. There's a lot to it. Wow, that's way more than... (laughs) Glad you guys are here. Did you... I mean, do you know anything else about this place? I mean, besides just it being real weird, what brought you here? Yeah, that was my thought as well. Did you know what this was? Did you, um... And perhaps more importantly, you said that there were many things that you heard and you had to decide what you thought was real. What were some of the more outlandish things? This place was haunted. There were ghosts. That that it was inhabited by 
interdimensional beings, which who knows what those things are. And he kind of gestures with his head towards the automatons that there's powerful artifacts here that we were told there was something here that would make anything you said irresistible to the people listening. Ooh, that's kind of creepy. That your words would be listened to no matter what. Like in an obedience way. Or just in a, you don't get pushed out of the circle when people are talking to each other kind of way. I'm not really sure. Jory, mm. why'd you make it sad right I there? <laughs> Something that's happened to everybody. Relatability. It, uh, you know, fair. Fair. Were you hired to come here? Or was this simply a group looking to find something valuable for sale later? Uh, no, we were, uh, we, we get hired out. We did get, we used to, uh, we're not a thing anymore. It's all right. People paid for our services. May we ask who did in this instance? I don't know. I wasn't the face. The less I knew, the better. Uh, where did you come from? Forgive me if you said, but. I, I didn't know. I'm, I'm from Jyrek in Thaymore, if you know the area. It's back in the Steadfast. Yeah. We went where the work was. Forgive me for prying continually, but um, you said you didn't know who hired you, but did you know what the ultimate goal was? Was it just to explore this area, or did you have something more specific that you were supposed to do? We were supposed to figure out what was in this place, and bring back anything that was able to be brought back and also powerful enough to be noted. Chase, do you have a fabric map of the Yes, I do. World? Oh my I, I, I do. I, I, I did get when I when we were at Gen Con last year, I got a, uh, a cloth nice. map. Those, to my knowledge, those don't exist anymore. I don't think they yeah. sell them any Ooh. longer. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, th this was like their, th they were doing like a last run sale yep. on a bunch That's of stuff. Awesome. They also had shins there yeah. that I, to this day, regret not picking up a bag of. Oh, what do they look like? I'm, um, I'm Googling it. I want to see. <laughs> they have they, them in their they store. Look, they're, they're just yeah. they're little pieces of metal in various shapes. Some have holes in them. It, it's really cool. I really like them. Um... Oh, they're so cool. Oh, man. Right? I want them on a necklace. <laughs> That's red. Okay, cool. Thank you for that. <laughs> I really like currency that has holes in it. I think that's really cool. I, I do love a coin with a hole through the center. <laughs> or just people anyway. with a pencil punching holes in dollar bills. That's true. <laughs> Where's that job? <laughs> I want that job. As long as I can stand up okay. while I do it. Golden. Yeah, he's a... Molly's a long way from home. Yes. Jory, as you are talking, and you kind of are still playing with this ring, mm -hmm. you run your finger on the inside instead of the outside, and there's an engraving. I look. It is two... I 
shapes overlapping with a dot in the center where they overlap. So like two football shapes, essentially. Yeah. That create like a little tinier football shape in the center, and there's a dot in that. I see. Does that seem to strike chords with the place we're at right now? Nope. Okay. Because there's lots of oval stuff going on. There's a lot of footballs around here. Uh, Nehemiah, small Rin, uh, see this? Mm. Any idea? Or would mm. I know? Is this the common symbol for marriage or something? <laughs> it's not something you recognize, Jory. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nehemiah, go ahead and roll me history. Small Rin, you recognize this. This is the tattoo that Adriel has on the back of her neck. Oh, Dad. God. Dad gummit. That's not good. Nehemiah, it will be a level four history. Untrained. Heck yeah. Success with an 18. There it is. This is the symbol for the convergence. This is, you know, the Aeon Priests are a group of people who have knowledge in the Numenera that, at least on the surface, say they are interested in bettering the human position. Like, we want everyone to have a understanding of this, and we want to use technology to help make life easier and better and more comfortable. Technically, although kind of like sure. a far-off sect of it, Eidos is an Aeon Priest. Right. But the Convergence, while it has similar interests, their goal is personal gain and personal gain alone. Alright. I feel like there might be one or more people back home that might know more about this. Oh, yeah. Does does yeah. anyone yeah. else know about Adriel being part of the Convergence? Nope. She she always has her hood up, and she specifically showed you the tattoo. Right, because she was trying to recruit me. Cool. cool she cool, did cool, cool, cool. say that Edos knows, but no one else seems to. And Smallrun's not going to mention okay. anything. Do you share that information, Nehemiah? Look at the ring. I'll like check out the inside. And does um, uh, does Molly make any mm. note of me? Okay, then I won't say anything. I'll okay. I'll I'll pocket the ring at that point. So I don't know if there's really anything here that would fall into that category. And to be quite honest, I don't even know who I would report to. That's fair. It's difficult when the face is gone to know. Honestly, at this point, if you ever had a desire to start fresh somewhere, might be the time to do it. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> With Gart being gone, I there's not a whole lot tying me anywhere anymore. Um, is there anything we can do for um, them? If we could take their, their body when we leave here, I, I'd like to do something with it. I don't know what, but, um... Well, we are above a pretty big graveyard. That's true. Is it actually a graveyard? No. So so here's the, <laughs> the uh, kind of interesting thing. Funny All story. those stones out there yeah. used to be a part of this. Really? At best guess. I did notice there were some weird sound things happening, and based on what you guys have been doing, that seems to make sense. Yeah. Yeah, we get that a lot. But when a thing has a name, and the name is so evocative. Yeah. Uh, also, it's... Uh, 
not the la- not the worst place to rate to lay your head the last time, you know. Yeah, you're you're right. Well, we don't um, we don't need to do anything with them now, because I no. assume you're going to want to keep looking at things. But um, when we when we eventually leave, um, I'd like to do that. Of course. That reminds me. There's are there going to still be things outside, even if we go out the other way? Because things. <sighs> Uh, yeah, there were, you know. what are those things called? Capramags flying around outside. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we will have an armed escort. We will. Hmm. There will be significantly more of us, and they have firearms. To my knowledge, they they usually don't, not like... They're not hunters. They're not going to go out of their way to hurt you, but you don't want to bother them. No. So we just need to be sneaky. And I would imagine they're here for similar reasons to your group. They do collect Numenera. Molly says, well, have you ever had an interaction with them? Not personally. They don't know why they're collecting it. I dealt with them once before. They're... You can reason with them if you bring enough gifts, I guess, but, um, no, they don't... We're good at that. They don't know why they're collecting Numenera. They just see us doing it and see that it helps us. They don't know half the stuff these things do. We've encountered similar things before, and honestly, they may not still be there by the time we leave. They were arriving as we were exploring the room just before we got to yours, and... By the time we have finished our exploration, they may have found what they came for and flown off again. Possibly. So, wh- where do we go from here? Yeah. There's no more doors, right? Uh, pretty much just the center console at this point, I think. Well, we do have a mechanic with us. That might help with the central console. Although he is emotionally devastated and might need some time. Also, a, a project might be helpful. The beings that are still in the doorway, do they seem to be just um, kind of, are they like kind of watching what we're doing or more in like guard Yeah, mode, more just right? a, you're not leaving without us and you're not right, locking okay. us away. Right. There is the slithering above there us. There is still a mechanical slithering above A mechanical you. slithering, which is so- such a- which is both a, a satisfying thing to say and a terrifying concept. So um, I'm just going to come right out with it. Uh, do either of you two know what the slithering sound is? <laughs> no. You've been here for longer than we have. Are you? Are we, are, you're asking the automaton she's, she's and Molly. Molly and the automaton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jory gets things done. Okay. Yep. The automaton says. Your noises have no meaning for us. Well, they're not our noises. You inquire about them. And they might have meaning. It might be trying to eat you. Let it try. <laughs> you know what? I like your attitude. See, this is why I'm not worried about the wings, Claude, guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, we just got a new best friend. Oh, um, suddenly got very strong HK47 vibes. <laughs> Molly takes the lantern that he has and kind of like shines it up. It doesn't go quite high enough. So they 
looks like they're kind of like weighing an option in their head and they kind of like turn it over and reach in the back and turn a dial all the way to the right and it cranks up the the light on it and he shines it up and he's like this has a timer it has to like it's gonna go out in a couple minutes and it'll take time to recharge the longer you have it on brighter the anyways and he shines it up and you above you see what look like metal tree roots brass bronzy colored just slithering and moving like snakes above you it's a strangling spruce <laughs> is that what it's called no oh, what i like making up words and i'm, I'm when i'm scared okay. um we have maybe about means. another minute of light on this before it goes out. Is it's it... artificial. Yeah. The question is, is it dangerous, or does it just like to stretch its limbs up there? <laughs> well, look, I think the, the other question is, is this what is stopping the array from working? My question Ooh. is, if it's artificial, is it hackable? And Smallrin looks very significantly at Molly. Um, if it's mechanical, um, anything's anything's hackable. It just depends on the amount of time and tools you have. Look, I I know I said I wouldn't do this again, uh, but I would like to roll danger. I, to be fair, I already said that you were a liar. I know. Yeah, go ahead and roll at level four. Rin's Rin's pants have been on fire. Flame. You've just been smoldering. Smolder pants. Smolder pants. Smolder pants. Rin smolder pants. It's because I'm a giant name. coward. <laughs> oh, I fail anyway. <laughs> That's my favorite part of it is you constantly like being afraid and trying to see if things are dangerous and then always determining, no, they're not really that dangerous. I am suspicious. You remain suspicious at this point because it's sincerely hard to tell. They're not doing anything right now. They're moving these roots, these tendrils, but well, so does lava. <laughs> and in and of itself, lava's not dangerous. Not until you touch it. That's not me saying don't touch Listen. the tendrils. That's me saying that things that wait are... Oh my gosh. Guys, wait a minute. <laughs> Which what? How How high is this ceiling? You don't know how high the ceiling is, because you can't see a ceiling. But the tendrils are about 20 feet up. Why? Because just think there's gloves in the other room that make 10-foot lighted tendrils for 10 minutes. So if we can get 10 feet in the air, we can explore this thing with dexterous light tentacles. Hey, what if we just get that disc back in? What disc? The from outside, the the question disc. I I, I thought it was part of the. Uh, yeah, I got the impression that was part of the structure. Although we didn't try to like pull it out of alignment. No, we didn't. Well, do we still hear squawking from behind the door? Do we still hear voices? You do not. All right. They're probably just sitting right there, <laughs> staring at the door. All right. 
I will. I, I'm going to stick my head out. Do I see them? You don't. Jory, roll danger sense. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I go up. Can the disc be like, hey, what's your name? Rises two inches. I grab it and I pull it. Go ahead and roll me a straight mic check. Unless you have something that you feel is would, a skill that would be applicable. It's going to be a level four. A secondary question real quick. Will it fit through the doorway? Yes. That is a failure with a nine. You can't seem to get it alone, but you th- it does move. It does kind of like, seems like there's maybe a, like a a force field or something mm-hmm. kind of like keeping it in this place so it only goes straight up and down right now. Mm-hmm. But maybe if you had a help. Uh, I'll stick my head back inside. Hey, I think we're good. Can one of you guys help me out here? I'll walk through. Oh. Again, both of you are sparkling mm-hmm. clean. Excellent. Why? I'm not going to make you guys roll again, uh, but with the two of you, you are able to start pushing it. Once it leaves the mm-hmm. area that the it field? was, uh, the, the field that mm-hmm. it was a part of, it is relatively unstable. It moves a whole lot. Like mm-hmm. now it's easy to just push anywhere. Oh, sure. Um, So you're going to have to be careful riding this. It's going to require a decent amount of balance. Gotcha. But you can't kind of like get it on an angle and tip it through the door. <laughs> I am a very good balancer. I am not a very good hacker person. So. Ooh, hold on. I have an idea. Here's my vision. <laughs> so Smallrin, uh so we have we have the tendril gloves in sitting in the room. Uh and Smallrin has adhesion clamps, um, which are described as suction cups with handles on them that allow you to climb any so what I'm thinking is attach those to the disc and then have Molly put his feet through it so, to hold him steady. And then we raise the and possibly even because have we tried putting two people on the disc no if we can get two people on the disc possibly have him do that with nehemiah kind of kneeling on the disc to help balance it to counterbalance exactly and then give him the tendril gloves go up and have him attempt to hack the tree i like that that works as smallrin's kind of laying out this this plan and like pointing to things and like making mental measurements and writing things down and like showing the plans to Nehemiah since he's going to be so involved with it. Um, Jory, what did you say? I was just going to ask Molly what, um, um, I, what kind of hacking do you want? What are you trying to, I need a, a purpose. Okay. So, uh, all right. So we got to bring you in a little bit. So we think that, the hypothesis we're working with right now is that this tree is not supposed to be a part of the structure. Okay. It's invasive. It's blown apart bits of it. Um, this is an array. This is something that's trying to uh, disseminate a signal. Okay. Where we live, Lagam, that's kind of the root. And what we're trying to do is reconstruct this signal. We've got Super long story short, we've got a friend that's caught in it, and we need to get him out. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I can follow that. Cool. 
we're thinking that if we can get this tree off, maybe we can restart this array. So it could be as simple a question as, is there a way up through those roots if we can get them to move aside and allow us to get closer to the heart of the tree and deal with it there? Or at a grander scale, we want to try and remove the tree entirely. Okay, let me, let me start with, with square one then, and um, if I can get up there, Mali says, yeah, if I can get up there, I, starting from square one, I'll see if there's a way to maybe manipulate their movement, to control that a little bit. Um, we'll have to see what it yields from there, I guess. I'm gonna just do this, I think, and takes out a small vial of red liquid and like pops the, the, the little metal top on it and just downs it real fast and then kind of ugh, shakes a little bit and goes it's, uh, helps with the, I'm a mind guy, it helps with body stuff yeah, you're good and you all notice that he gets like is starting to like radiate heat. He just took what's called a blood boiler. Mm. That gives you plus plus one might edge for an hour. Handy. Ooh. That's really kind of cool though, because with the tendril gloves, it, they have the same strength and dexterity of the wearer. So mm-hmm. he is he is a mighty boy. Yes. With tendrils. You sure you're okay doing this? Yeah. I mean, what else do I have to lose? I mean, yeah, when you put it that way. Sorry. It's okay. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> how do you how do you make this thing move? And it rises oh. two inches. <laughs> <laughs> how did I do that? It rises two inches. Oh. Questions and answers. Okay. At, when you say that, it goes back yep. down two inches because you answered the question. So the plan is adhesion clamps on disc. Molly's feet in clamps. Which we might want to augment by like kind of strapping him in. Yeah, basically. that's a good idea. He, he lets you do so. Nehemiah gets on his counterweight, counterbalance. Mm-hmm. And uh, you bring him the tendril gloves and okay and he pulls them on and kind of like snaps them at his side and two ten foot long yellow light tendrils come out and he can manipulate them by like moving his fingers and like just literally as a very natural extension of his own arms he's like wow that's that's not bad <laughs> Yeah, no, those are really cool, and I want them in real life. Oh, okay. Um, should we go up? And he kind of looks down and, like, waits for the disc to rise, and again, it does go up two inches. You guys spend a decent amount of time just asking questions to get it ri- to rise high enough, and it does kind of cap out at about ten feet. 
Smallrin eventually realizes that if she just keeps asking, why, 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 like a toddler, then it can just like bing, 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 bing. I feel like Jory, on the other hand, is asking incredibly complex and esoteric questions every time. I absolutely am. It's like the the questions that you ask, like on the Senate floor, where it's like, this question will be in 24 parts. (laughs) It may take some time. If under strange circumstances there's a yellow moon and a a, a blue earth and um, and everything is shaking, what do you think is actually happening to the terrain in that instance? And it does go up two inches, and all the while we just have small and saying why, 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 and it's cracking up. Uh, does it does it change the amount that it moves depending on the depth of the question? No. <laughs> I actually ask that too. It goes up and it does not change how fast or how high it moves every time. And it does kind of, eventually you keep asking questions and kind of almost like a, it's almost like it's hitting an invisible barrier. Like it tries to go up a little bit, but kind of like jerks to a stop and jerks to a stop when it kind of like caps out. And it's right about that 10 feet. And Molly takes a deep breath, looks to Nehemiah. All right, um... I don't know how this is going to interact, so be prepared to um, counteract whatever movement I end up making, I guess. And he brings the tendrils up, and they are giving off light, so you can see everything that's going on. Goes up and with one one hand, one tendril, grabs the end of one of these roots, and it does start struggling against him and so he's kind of like you know trying to keep balance while it's moving around and like hold that still Nehemiah I'm going to have you make a balance check alright so that'll be speed you are trained in balance and it will be a level 3 I am also going to spend a point of effort there success with a 7 yeah so you're able to kind of stand on the opposite side of the disc and like counteract that that movement every time to keep the disc from tipping completely even though Molly is connected to it and wouldn't fall the disc still has the possibility of shifting and moving and tipping and you're able to keep it as steady as you possibly can but you see the light tendril wrap around one of these mechanical roots and the other one kind of like start like trying to see if there's like any sort of gaps or connections or ways that it can be opened up and after he investigates for a little while finds a seam at the end almost like a cap and quickly unscrews it and pulls it off and white liquid starts pouring through it the oobleck starts pouring through this opened root down onto the floor and quickly goes, oh, no, I don't think, no, 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 and screws it back on and goes, ah, okay, not that, um, don't open it, okay. Um, Smallrin starts scribbling notes in her book, um, she's thinking there is a possibility that this means that the tree is somehow part of the structure because this is the same sort of liquid that was inside the uh, the globe at Lagam. 
Um, you all said that there, this was all... This was all sound stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know stuff is already kind of loud in here, but may, maybe, maybe it's sound-related. Um, there's no buttons or, or panels or anything up here. Um, without getting, like, higher up into it and, and, and seeing, I don't know that I, there's a lot... I might be able to do to control it, but maybe... Uh, on a hunch. Something sound-related, maybe? Do you see any symbols? Using the light tendril, he kind of, like, runs it around the edge as, as far as he can reach uh, the edge of the room to see if there's anything um, up the sides of this. Um, and eventually stops and kind of, like, engraved on, on the side in the metal of this wall is very large, that same symbol that you guys found in like on it looks like a wi-fi symbol so like the three curving arcs stacking on top of each other getting bigger in a triangular shape going up uh, is, does that count it looks like a kind of he describes it that might do it Joy? Uh. okay um uh, I was going over the verses in my head just to try to... Davelo? I need to look at to see what that I, means. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't have it memorized. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I'm looking at the yes. verse. It is the word for array. A uh, at least I think it's the word above array. Yes, I did I did try and, and position them in a way that was like that. All right, so I'll try uh, Davelo. Okay. Maybe nothing happens. Do we think it's reaching it? Do I need to? Well, let's see. Now, if I use that thing, what about the word for single or a signal? Farone. I'll try that. Farone. I'm I'll up try closest. That. You say that, and nothing happens. Or farlay for echo. I'll try that. Castone tree. Okay, yeah, there we go. That seems relevant. <laughs> <laughs> you say tree in this language, mm -hmm. and yes. they yeah. start, they calm down, they stop moving a bit. Ah. You've gotten its attention can we try the word for tumult that was gonna be my next thing for stolman Nehemiah you say that and the roots knotted together start slithering quickly unwinding themselves in a circular pattern and stick to the walls oh that's a thing and above you okay. is another membrane. Okay, okay. So, okay. It, is it time to stack on top of each, other, each other's shoulders? Because that's pretty tall. I mean, we, we could just keep asking questions. There's no time no, it, limit on it that. It said that there was it's a 10-foot oh. limit. It capped. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Is there... Is gravity still weird in here, or was that only below? It was only below so useful. 
Um, you've already used the adhesion clamp, so you can't climb the walls. At this point, Molly's like, oh, um, what is, is that the same as the one that's down there? As far as we can tell. Okay. Why? Just wondering. That one made me sick. Uh, unless we want to try more words, maybe something will come down. But, I, maybe not. I don't know. Well, it's really tall. Um, do, do you have, do, do you have something like for, like, do not say like, pick me up or take me there. I don't know. Pere Davolo? Davolo? Pere Davolo. Restore the array. It seems to react to the word restore, not to the whole mm-hmm. phrase. When you say restore, it slithers back and goes back into its knotted form. Uh, gotcha. Okay. 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 So we need. We need. Fostoman. Uh, this will. Oh. Try the entire phrase. This will lead you to the tumult. Mm. Uh, I do. Okay. Valvish palam et ustomen. The same thing happens. It unravels the tendrils. The roots stick to the sides of this cylindrical room. And you see the membrane above. And it starts expanding like a balloon down towards you. Ah! Okay. Insane in the membrane. Uh, is this is this okay? Is this good? Should we take this thing back down? It, um, question. <laughs> he keeps asking questions and it keeps like not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, Smallrin just starts please stop talking. And then she just starts chanting 42, 42, 42, 42. <laughs> just random last time. <laughs> and it does float back down a little bit faster than the membrane is coming down. Okay, all right, step back. Um, as you guys bring the disc back down um, and you get Molly unhooked from the adhesion clamps, he trips backwards a little bit and kind of like puts his hand on the on the control panel to keep himself from Uh-oh. from falling. It's okay, I'm not using a geo intrusion here. I could have <laughs> done that. Puts his hand on the control panel and hits the because there was there's three controls there. There was one that looked like a square with a grid, a cube with a grid, and a dot with lines coming off of it. Hits the one with the cube with the grid, and from this center membrane kind of between the two that are that are coming down pops up a holographic image of what you think to be the structure though possibly in its original form because it looks much bigger than what you guys are currently dealing with and has almost a cradle very similar to the one in in Legam but it's inverted it's it's almost holding the orb down rather than cradling it up interesting and it's, it just like kind of just rotates hole. there. And is there a tree? Do we see the tree at all? There is no as tree. As part of the original? There is no tree. No tree. It is invasive. It's a zebra muscle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very Great Lakes I was going to say, that's the most Great Lakes <laughs> thing you could have said. That is the most Midwest yeah. thing you could have said. 
Lake Erie five ever, um, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well. Um, and the membrane above you continues to come down and expand and stops maybe ten feet above the ground. Okay, I'm gonna do it. You want me to do it? Do, I'm gonna do it. Do what exactly? I'm gonna do the thing. There are so many things, Jory. Okay, I'm gonna try to open it. We good? <laughs> Have at it. Dorame. Nothing happens. Isn't Dorame the Whew, word for silence? It is. Don't we need, don't we need the word for Oh, I thought it, for some reason I thought it I was I will also silence. say, none of the words so far have opened the membranes. You've passed through yeah. them. That, that's true. Yeah. Well, I guess we could go through it. Yeah, I, I will stick my head in. Okay. You stick your head in, and you are met by a cacophony of whispering voices. The voices that when you first entered the room at the very bottom, where you had those waves of voices coming across, it's that, but loud and constant. It's, it's, a, it's okay. stage whispering, essentially. If that... Right. Loud and constant. Can I understand it? Or is there just too much? It's too much. And it's also, you guess it's in the language. But it is, it is a lot. It is so many voices, so many things happening. Push out. Um, hey, hey, Jay, I think this is going to be you. Done. Head in. You can't understand a word of it. Oh. I mean, you can pick out words, but it is like there are like thousands of voices. my head back out. Any suggestions? Um, Because I could say... What should I say? Heard? Or uh, listen? Break the silence? I'll try it. Because this is another language, I didn't necessarily create a syntax for this. That is not not my uh, skill set. So technically... Dorame is the word for break the silence. Okay, that's what I was getting from the bottom yeah. of this, so that's okay. So I'll try that. Okay. You try that, and the voices hush. They're still there, but they're quieter. Um, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll try. Uh... I'll say reply. Okay. Do you say it as a statement or a question? Um, I'll say it as a statement first. Okay. And the voices go silent. <sighs> I don't think I know the word for hello. <laughs> hello? As the voices go silent, you actually have the mindset to look at what's going on now. And the membrane is empty. There's still this green glow, but it looks like whatever expanded down to you is kind of just like empty space. But you do notice that your hair is kind of just like floating. 
like as though it were underwater. Is the you're not. Okay, I can yep. breathe. Yep. No problem. You can breathe. You can talk. You uh, can exist. But it, your hair floats and moves as though it is floating in water. And that's only is that when my head inside, inside the membrane? Oh, okay. Um. So odd numbered floors have weird gravity. <laughs> is what I'm you getting know, from this. That's not how I had yeah. it planned, but sure. Yeah. I like patterns. <laughs> I will give you this. You try a number of other words, avoiding the ones that you know that do have done things before. Like you, you, yeah. you don't say restore. You don't any of that stuff. Okay. Nothing else happens as you're doing that. I will pull my head back out and look at the hologram. Has that changed? Nope. It's still just a, kind of like a spinning image of the outside of this structure as it was originally built. Sorry, Smarin is going to check out this hologram, actually. Since it is a hologram, she's going to step into the center and see if that changes. Can she see any details inside? Okay. Molly goes, um... A, a cube is three dimensions, a, a, a square is is two and tries pressing that button. And you get an image of this floor. Like a map of, okay. of where you are, of this level. Unfortunately, the you look and you can you can kind of look at the two rooms that have the automatons and the the enhancement cable things. The one that has been blown open is staticky and glitched out and you cannot see anything in that. If you kind of, like, move them around and traverse, you can look at the first level, and that's fine. The third level is staticked and glitched out. Are there any levels above that? No. Which means that the the blown-out thing that Nehemiah saw is that entire floor above us is blown out, probably. Can Jory see daylight when she put her head through the membrane? There is some light, but it's, like, far off and filtered. Uh, I'll stick my head back through, and I'll say, um... Sorry, did this place have kind of a name? The Ogarek. Okay, I will say that, then. And then I will say Lagam. <laughs> Nothing happens. Try At this point, you're getting the feeling that there's not going to be any other verbal commands. If gravity is kind of weird in this space, you might be able to float up. Or traverse your way up through if you go up? I'm going to do that. Okay. I, I take my head back out. Uh, I'll, I'll, be I'll be right back. Okay. Floop. I feel like one of us should go with her. I'll stick my head in and keep an eye out from down cool. below. You get that same feeling as though you feel as though you're underwater. Your hair floats. Mm-hmm. Remind me what Nehemiah's hair looks like. It's braids, isn't uh, it? Dreads. Yeah. yeah, it's like braided dreads. Um, and you kind of watch Jory as she kind of like pushes off and starts floating upwards and almost as though you're watching someone from like the bottom of a deep lake go up towards the lighter surface. You just see her kind of like float upward and Jory, you can swim almost. Like you can almost, <laughs> like this is, this is just air to your knowledge. You're breathing fine. You don't feel weird, but you can move and like, paddle your way through as though you are swimming upwards through water. 
Hmm. This is appealing to Rin in a kind of way that I don't think I'm ever going to leave this. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll head up here. Yeah. I'll do at least one somersault, probably one. Do, do a couple loop-de-loops, a barrel roll or two. Yeah. Make your way up towards the light. And again, it's just a soft glow. And you poke your head up through and you are in a the center of a metal tree. It looks like tree bark, but it's like it's definitely metallic and has that bronze brass sheen to it. Um, and it is kind of just full of this liquid. There is what looks to be areas that you could probably get a handhold on on things um, and little outcroppings that look like they might like very stereotypical like knot hole in a tree you might be able to like look out or, or, or peek out into but as you kind of are climbing up through this and you, you kind of look down you're still floating in this nothingness you hear that same subsonic what well, you feel really that same subsonic humming it's not coming from anywhere in here but now that you're out of this because, like, looking down right now, you feel like you're in liquid. Like, you, there's, like, a surface of something that you have popped out of. But it's... It, it's not liquid, It, but it it feels... looks like it's very strange. But you hear, hear or feel this subsonic humming coming from somewhere, not within the tree, but probably somewhere outside it. Uh, I will look out. One of the you climb up the side of the tree... It's not very far up, and you and you peek out, and you see the tree kind of extend downward into a a pool of oobleck with tubes and uh, containers and things like that. Some of them broken open and pouring it down into this area like a waterfall. Other ones maybe sucking it up into somewhere else, but it is just. A sea of goo. Kind of like, if you imagine this, like, as the orb with kind of like the top cracked off like an egg and the tree kind of coming off top of it. So like just the top level, the top floor of this just being covered in a sea of goo. Okay. Um... Uh, uh, I, I go back down okay. slightly. You, you want to take a look? You are muted, Perhaps Chase, if you we all should. I'll stick my head back out. Yeah, uh, Jory's saying something up there. Probably worth us all checking out. Okay. Yell to our robot mm -hmm. captors. Um, we'll be right back. You better be. I, I, we're going to need to be back in here to finish what we're doing anyway, so don't worry. I shoot up. Is, is Molly coming with us, or is he staying behind? Oh, no, he's not going to be left behind with... With his no. former captors. He's going with you. Uh, so all all four of you go up to see what it is that, that Jory has seen. And you float up again as though you're in water, although it's not. Pop through a surface of something of, like it's a liquid, though it's not. Climb up at the sides of this metallic tree and pop your head out your head head outs 
and look out through this knot hole in the side. It's big enough that you can crawl through it. So kind of one by one, you guys climb out onto one of the branches and you see just a sea of this pale, opaque goo covering everything, pouring from different orifices in the sides of things and tubes and cables and the surface of this is rumbling a little bit with that subsonic hum that you feel. And Molly kind of shakes his head and goes, uh, no, uh, that doesn't feel great. Um, I'm gonna sit on the side of this branch and just kind of, like, plops down and, like, kind of, like, holds his chest together. Like, he really doesn't like it. Um, but it's very clear that something here has been broken and needs to be repaired. And that's what I'll call game. This is a Ghostlight Media production.